Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of The Spin Up. I'm Carly. And I'm Amy. And The Spin Up is a podcast focused on spinning up your life without spinning out of control. We talk all things fitness, nutrition, and of course, Peloton. Yes, we do. (laughs) We have a couple great topics for you guys today that we want to discuss. Um, I think we'll start with our quote of the week. So as you guys know, last week we mentioned that we were going to bring on one of your guys' quotes, favorite quotes. So the quote we chose is from Shay Zazowski. She commented in our Facebook group and said, nothing truly great ever came out of your comfort zone. I love that. Yeah, we really like this quote. I totally agree. I think it relates to a lot of what we talked about last week, and it's a good transition into some of the things we're going to talk about this week. Yes. Um, Because obviously last week, talking about PRs, like you have to get out of your comfort zone to reach that next level of fitness, but also just like in life, right? Like in order to progress, Mm -hmm. you have to push past where you're currently at. Yes, I totally Um, agree. So I love... I love that quote, and I think it's a good one. So thank you, Shay. Yeah, thank you. We're so excited to keep doing this every week. So once a week, we'll put out something to get, you know, your guys' feedback. Yes. This relates a lot to your quote of the week, right? Yes, it does. So um, my quote is also relating to comfort zone. So I'm currently reading um, a book, and it is by David Goggins, and it's Can't Hurt Me. So this quote comes from the book, and it says, the first step on the journey toward a calloused mind is stepping outside of your comfort zone on a regular basis. So the reason why I really like this one specifically and adding in that regular basis piece of things Mm -hmm. is because... Um, you know, something that's talked about in the book and something that I kind of have implemented into my life each day is that it's these little small things that we do each and every day that add up to creating larger changes to get us, um, like further outside of that comfort zone. So even just things like getting up every day and starting the habit of making your bed and doing the dishes before you go to sleep or just like in, and David says this in the book too, like doing one or two things every day that absolutely suck that you don't (laughs) want to do is going to help push you past your comfort zone. And it, those over time, those things are going to add up and you're going to get further. So like another way to Mm -hmm. think about that is tell yourself you're going to get up every day and run a mile. You do that for a couple weeks, soon enough, change. exactly, and soon enough you're running two miles, then you're mm-hmm. running five miles, then you're running ten miles. <laughs> so it's like little it changes week over week or month over month are going to add up to those larger results. I love that one. It really does tie in. Um, so my favorite quote of the week I saw on Selena Samuela's story, someone had posted it, and it says, success doesn't just happen, you have to chase that shit. So I think that... This relates a lot to this week's episode, which we'll talk about soon. But basically, to me, this means goals don't just happen overnight, which is Mm -hmm. so true. I mean, accomplishing your goals don't just happen overnight. So, I mean, that's really true. You really have to work towards things that you want. It's not just going to happen. A lot of people wait around for things to happen. But if you don't put in the work and make the changes you'll stay stagnant, I guess. Yeah, I love that one, Carly. And kind of like bouncing off that quote, Mm -hmm. I have heard this before and it's something that I tell myself a lot of the times. It's like success is when opportunity and preparation meet. Yes. Um, Because a lot of times, like we do get these opportunities that maybe 
um, sound, like seem like luck mm-hmm. or fate. Um, but the only time we're ever going to be able to take those opportunities and capitalize on them and turn them into success is if we're prepared to take them. So it's like put in the legwork now, work really hard so that when that opportunity comes around, you're ready to take it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if you're not prepared, it's just going to pass you by. So, so true. I really like that quote. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, <laughs> okay, so this episode we're going to talk about uh, well, one of the things we're going to talk about is New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's the end of the year. A lot of people are gearing up to make those resolutions and, you know, start fresh. Um, so, yeah. um, so I'll, I can start us off here, Carly. So okay. I think start us off. What's kind of funny is like Carly and I were talking about it. And at first we both kind of agreed like, <laughs> oh, we don't love the idea of resolutions. Um, but then after I think talking about it a little bit more in mm-hmm. depth, we realize it's not that we don't like the idea of resolutions. I think the bigger issue is that people put all this pressure on like the start of a new year, bringing a new them. Like yes. people think a new year begins and all of a sudden you're just going to become this like new person mm-hmm. because you've said that's what you want to do and you've got this goal, but have you really thought through how you're going to get to that goal, right? Like, so what are you going to implement? Kind of getting back to some of our quotes, like, what are you going to do to prepare to get to that goal? I think oftentimes people just, they're, they, they want something, they say they want it, they wait for the new year to come around. Like, for example, people might be taking the last month of December of, of the year Mm -hmm. to eat whatever they want, because on January 1st, they're going to go on a diet. If that's your mentality, you're already in the wrong place, like mentally, in my opinion. I think that you need to set tiny goals for yourself week over week and implement them to get you where you need to be. So instead of saying, I'm just going to binge out on food for a month and then all of a sudden go cold turkey on a really strict diet, it's start off with add in a gallon of water this week, right? Like drink a gallon of water per day for one week. Mm -hmm. And then next week, focus on another key component of the diet or something else but yeah that's kind of like my first thought on new year's resolutions it will get deeper but carly what are your thoughts like do you feel the same way i guess i think it could go both ways like i do believe that new year's resolutions could be a turning point for a lot of people you know i know people start going to the gym on new year's so on and so forth and i think that that's really great you know if you are putting your mind to something and starting something new but kind of going off of what amy said i think that one of the most important things about new year's resolutions is that instead of making it one simple goal let's stretch it out for the whole year goals can be all year long like Mm -hmm. for example my way to set goals is i will write down on a piece of paper like six things that I want to do let's say like Amy said make your bed every morning I know mine for next year is going to be stretch every day I've been kind of trying to implement this I'm not doing very well but I really want to stretch every day so something like that and then I search through my desk a couple months later I find it I'm like oh look I did this this and this I think that's how I do goals but Mm -hmm. I know that that's a lot different than how you do goals Mm -hmm. um but I do think is like Amy said Implement the little things, get to your big, big picture, big goal in the end, and you will see a huge change. Yeah. And I think like getting back to what you said, um, I'm similar in that each week I want to add a new, I, and I don't even, I go back and forth about the word goal. Yeah. I think I like the word habit better because it's like these little habits that you implement 
each week or each day or each month are what add up to that larger goal. So I think it's important to have two things, right? Like mm-hmm. one larger goal that maybe is your like goal for six months or a year. And yeah. that could be for use. We can use the example, like lose 20 pounds. If you start January 1st and say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, but you have absolutely no plan or roadmap on how you're going to get there. You're just going to wake up every day and tell yourself you're going to lose 20 pounds this year. Um, it's going to be really, really hard. And what it's going to honestly lead to is disappointment. You're going to feel disappointed in yourself. You're going to feel, um, you know, less confident. And at the end of the day, it's because you didn't keep that promise that you made to yourself, but you almost like set yourself up for failure because you didn't like map out how you were going to do it. So that's why like just getting back to, okay, so first week, I'm going to drink more water. Yeah. Second week, I'm going to walk for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Third week, I'm going to run for five minutes. Fourth week, I'm going to get 10,000 steps a day. It's like, think about these smaller things that need to add up for you to get to that larger goal. Yes, I agree. So are you going to add something to that? Yeah, um, I think, and I'm just going to read a quick excerpt from the book I'm reading, but it's basically doing things, even small things that make you uncomfortable will help to make you strong. The more often you get uncomfortable, the stronger, the stronger you'll become. And soon you'll develop a more productive can do dialogue with yourself in stressful situations. I really love that. And honestly, I like the whole idea of getting out of your comfort zone because I Mm -hmm. think the whole, you know, thing with most of us is we get so used to our everyday lives, our little routines, our, um, you know, just little routines, our everyday life. And it's so hard to stray away from your comfort zone um, and try new things. It's really good to be uncomfortable. That's how you make big changes. um, Yeah. In my opinion. No, I agree with that too. I think like on the point of like uncomfortable too, Mm -hmm. it's not even just physically it's mentally like doing things your mind doesn't want you to do and that's why I love this little excerpt I just read because it's like over time you're gonna start to trust yourself so much more and you're gonna gain so much self-confidence because you're like wow I said I was gonna do this thing and I actually did it so it's important to recognize those small wins along the way too Mm -hmm. like if you go one week where you know you walked for 20 minutes each day that week and because you said you were gonna do it just do like actually just like doing it and keeping that promise. No, I totally agree. Makes such a huge difference. And that could be, it could be something even smaller, like making your bed every day. For me, it's <laughs> having the blue dot on Peloton calendar every day. So my yeah. rest day, I do a meditation so I could get that blue dot. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I need the blue dot because I've been, that's another one of my, I guess, small goals. Um, but it's like little it things like that are making your mind so much stronger because mm-hmm. now you're doing that meditation every week. Whereas maybe if you didn't have that goal anything. to get the dot, you would just do nothing on exactly. that day and you would skip it. So it's, it's so like, true. and you're doing something for your mind. Mm-hmm. So now it's like you're becoming more holistic and well-rounded in your approach to like overall health. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> So I guess that's it to close out the New Year's resolutions. We would love to hear what you guys think about this as well. Yeah, I think that it's um, like if you guys want to let us know your thoughts on them, this is just our kind of thought process on New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. So we hope it's helpful. Um, And obviously we want to encourage you guys to figure out what it is that you feel maybe is your weakest point and challenge yourself to make that your resolution. Um, So instead of like taking only focusing on your strengths focus on like where am i weak where can yeah. i use improvement I agree. and set that for your resolution that's so, a really good idea yeah 
Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about is kind of how we met. <laughs> I think yes. a lot of people are a little bit confused about how we know each other. I know. People have been asking us, like, did we meet through Peloton? Did, did we, we live know each near other? each other? Did we live near each other? <laughs> so, Carly. Okay, so here's how we met. <laughs> I'm dating Amy's brother. He's been waiting mm-hmm. for this shout-out for a very long time. He was very upset in the first episode that he didn't get a shout-out. Well, out. okay, wait. And we also do need to credit him. The podcast was kind of his idea. It was idea. his idea. We don't want to give him too much credit, though. Don't get too excited. But yeah, it was his it idea. it was his idea. He, yeah. <laughs> um, so he does deserve that credit. So what's funny, Carly, is I haven't even, we haven't even known each other for, for a full year just yet. No. And we've already become super close, which is so crazy. It's true. I guess I think, it was March. Did we meet in like, yeah, March of 2019? I think it was March. I was so nervous to meet Amy because I looked at her Instagram before and I was like, oh, she's really into working out. And I was like, this is huge. So I knew we had a lot in common, but then Amy got a Peloton and I had yes. been on my Peloton grind for a few months before she had gotten it because I started in about, I think like November, I started doing Peloton all the time and and then Amy got hers in right. Like I March. got mine in like mid March, so I feel like I met you like like tw- right I think at I the met you twice time. before I got my Peloton. I remember being and like, I remember What's her username. I know, <laughs> I know. And then I know I told I remember texting my brother. I'm like, tell Carly I got a Peloton. <laughs> and then from there, I know I mentioned last week that Carly was like my Peloton mentor. But like throughout my journey with Peloton, she was the only other person I knew that had a bike at the time. That's so the I would thing. consult her on every little piece. Well, of I feel like this is why I love this podcast so much and we posted about it a couple times but I feel like when you have a Peloton the only thing you want to talk to and talk talk about about is Peloton Peloton. like I'm not kidding it is just so much fun to talk about so I feel like if you're just starting you have no one to talk about Peloton to yeah talk to us because (laughs) we can't shut up about it literally and I feel like that's like Carly said like another reason that we wanted to start this because at the time, I only had Carly to mm-hmm. talk to Pel- talk to about Peloton. <laughs> so like, and it was so helpful to me. So I realized how helpful it was to have somebody like yeah. who was a little bit ahead of me and could like give me pointers and tips and class recommendations that like we thought, why yeah. not give the same thing to other people? I and think to it's give so back fun. To more people. So it's so much fun. And Carly said to me, <laughs> I said to Carly last week, I don't think we'd be as close if it wasn't for Peloton. I said, ouch. <laughs> No, it but it could have been harsh, but I do feel like Peloton brought us it closer definitely together because we understand each other like on a different level than mm-hmm. some of our other friends might un- understand us. Like when I, totally I talk to agree. my friends about Peloton, they're like, mm-hmm. "Well, there is a lot of um, you know, anti-Peloton people." I have to say, I was mm-hmm. anti-Peloton for a while. My mom had it for a few mm-hmm. years before I even like stepped on it, and I would be like, "No, I don't." That's crazy to me that Isn't it was that in so your house weird? but you didn't even use it. My mom had it That's in her room, and she would be like your new brother is here like she literally was it was so weird but it's true i mean i'm obsessed with it now to be honest um i like this transition because we're going to talk a little bit about peloton and like why it differs but it was kind of similar for me so the way i got my peloton was a little funny like I got it as a gift and I had no idea that I was getting it. And then when I got it, I was kind of, I had mentioned one time that I would like a Peloton. That's so funny. And then I got it as a gift and I said to my boyfriend, I'm like, you've got to return this. Like, it's too much money. We were remodeling a house at the time. So I'm like, we could be putting this money into something else. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't even had a chance to try it yet. Like, yeah. normally I'm someone I have to like 
try, try something it. before I buy it, especially for you. that amount of money. Well, no. So I think it's like I was that like, for a lot of people. Yeah. So at first I was like, oh my goodness. But then <laughs> the second I got on the bike and took my first ride, I was like, this bike is not going anywhere. No. We're keeping this bike forever. <laughs> I know. See, that's the thing. Like I was totally, I was just in a different place at the time though. When I first got on it, I was more into the gym and then like I said, once lockdown started, I just became so obsessed with it. And I feel like, well, the next thing we're going to talk about is why we think Peloton is, you know, different than other things that we've tried. And I think um, one of the biggest things is, you know, just having the instructor on the screen, yeah. having a guided workout of any type, whether it's on the bike, you know, a strength class, it totally mm-hmm. pushes you so much harder. And I love having someone there who's talking to me the whole time first of all I'm like how are you even breathing and talking and doing this at the same time yeah but also it's just I just really like that sense of I agree with you I love how the instructors talk the whole time Mm -hmm. they stay super engaged they keep you on your toes some of them make you laugh some of them give you encouragement along the way um but for me especially like I never really got into like group classes all that much I never really got into like certain studios I kind of was always like that person working out on my own and I like preferred that I didn't like to go to the gym with other people like I totally like to be in my own zone Mm -hmm. um and then as an instructor I was teaching spin classes and group Mm -hmm. fitness classes so I can lead other people but it was more rare for me to be led by other people and I think it's because I just never found like the right style of instructor or class and I found that with Peloton like they push me so hard okay yeah speaking of that like I feel like one of the main things I talk about a lot is when I would go to the gym I would end up walking in circles for like half of my workout people be like what are you doing I'm like just trying to find something to do but now if let's say I do a 20 minute you know glutes and legs with just sims I'm working for 20 full minutes whereas before that would be like 10 minutes or yeah five minutes even because you're just I just wasn't as engaged and this really keeps me engaged and on my toes exactly and you're engaged for the whole class so mm-hmm. it's not like you're like taking breaks in between yes. because they're cueing you on like what to do mm-hmm. when um so I would agree that's I love that that's part. definitely awesome and I think just too like feeling a part of a community uh, that's what I was just gonna say yeah it's just like the sense of unity as well I mean that's also what we kind of want to create here mm-hmm. with you guys is just be able to um, have you guys talk to us tell us your ups tell us your downs yeah. because I mean that's one of the best parts about Peloton is that the people who have it you know that they have one first of all and like I said they want to <laughs> talk about it yeah and um I know we're not talking about classes just yet so mm-hmm. I'll hold this to talk about the class I was taking but I actually was taking a class with Matt Wilpers and he said today actually that he like being a part of a team and feeling a part of a team is something that like he's always loved and I never did team sports growing up I was a swimmer so it was very individual sport so like I almost feel like I'm a part of a team because he said you have people who are working towards the same goal as you yes and they're like-minded people and they're in similar position they're doing the same types of workouts so it's like finding that with peloton is just something i've never experienced in my life Me neither. so like coming from someone who wasn't an athlete or on a team growing up it's an incredible experience and i think people who were athletes and on teams growing up love it even just more than much. i do yeah. or just or as more. much <laughs> because they're able to still feel a part of a team yeah you know, after that portion of their life has finished. Yeah. So it's exactly what you said, like having this community to talk to each other and to like share ideas and struggles yeah. and be, just be open and honest is 
It's Jeez. really incredible. I love it. I will say something else too. <laughs> I've never cried during a workout oh until I got Peloton. Wait, I've cried like I just actually this is really funny because I cried during Kendall's twenty minute holiday ride. I cried during the movie buff ride. I cried during I feel I know. like I've cried a lot this week. I know. I cried during Kendall's too. And I I cried during another ride. I think I cried during the Beyonce really? two for a ride with Alex and Tunde. This is um, such a funny turn. Anyways, I know. We weren't planning on talking <laughs> no, about but, that. but it just goes to show like I feel so emotionally connected, connected. to no, the structures totally and the classes. And I never felt that before. I know. So. Well it's also really nice just to when they reach out to you or they comment on your picture it just makes you feel like oh they noticed me we're part of something together and they do they make such a nice effort even like with the shout outs and Mm -hmm. stuff I think that having that component of things does make people feel more connected to them and the brand overall so I love that Peloton like integrates that in as well it's really nice yes it is so um I think we're gonna talk about now our favorite classes yes let's do it what was your favorite so my favorite was recommended by one of the girls in you know the little spin-up community we have and her name's Erica Miller and she um wrote in the Facebook group to try the 20-minute recovery ride with I Irene Scholz, I think is her last name. She's a German instructor. So I've never taken her class because most of them are in German and I just haven't taken her. First of all, she's so cute. She's such a, like, (laughs) she's just a sweet woman. Like, I just really liked her. And one of the things that she said, I was, I had my phone out because I was trying to write some stuff down to talk about. But, um, well, first of all, I want to say it was nice to clear the leaderboard for the first time, like, I really felt genuinely okay with clearing the leaderboard and I didn't want it to be me rushing to PR or me rushing to do anything. I just wanted to take time for myself. And I think that's really important. Recovery rides are really important, you know, to add into your routine, whether it's a recovery day or you just want to add a little bit more but slow down. That's pretty Mm -hmm. much what I did. Um, So one of the quotes that Irene said, or one of the quotes, one of the things she said was, Balance makes the magic. You can't go on the highway all the time. So she was basically just talking about how you need to go down another road that's slower. Look at the view. Enjoy it. It's not always about rushing. Mm -hmm. Basically just um, highlighting the importance of recovery and how not everything in your life can be so fast paced. Mm -hmm. You need to take time. You need to recover. Your muscles need the recovery as well not I, only your brain <laughs> yeah no Carly I really love that and I think that kind of goes really well too with like what we were talking about in regards to new year's resolutions because it's like not every day you're going to be pushing towards like a huge goal you mm-hmm. have to focus on like slowing down exactly and recognizing like how far you've come and giving yourself mm-hmm. some grace to like get to the next milestone yes. and the next step so it's important to look around and like enjoy it yeah enjoy your work like nothing has to be it's not that serious it's not that (laughs) deep nothing has to be you know um extreme every day you have to take step backs every once in a while and you know look around I love that I'm gonna have to take a recovery you really should I highly recommend that one yeah I'm I'm in I'm interested and I'm 
I guess, she surprised that she did it in English. Yeah, it I was I didn't English. realize she had any classes in English, so that's good to know. Yeah, so what was your favorite class of the week? So my favorite class of the week I actually took this morning, and it was a 45-minute Power Zone class with Matt Wilpers. And um, I actually for, kind of forgot to talk about this when we were talking about PRs, mm-hmm. but I do think that Power Zone classes are really important to integrate within your like weekly plans or even like bi-weekly um, because they do push you to focus on a consistent cadence and resistance mm-hmm. for an extended period of time. So I really enjoyed this one because um, when we're recording this, yesterday was actually Christmas. Mm-hmm. So um, today I just wanted something where I can kind of like get a higher output but not like push my maximums yeah. and it was like just what I needed to kind of Reset. have like a reset mm-hmm. exactly oh, that's the exact word I was gonna use Carly thank you see that's the thing I really want to take power zone rides and I always say I'm going to but I'm afraid of them why okay I've taken of? the FTP test and I really enjoyed it but for some reason I'm like this is gonna be hard so I stay away from it you know what I don't it it's your it's your mind I know it literally it's mind is. over matter because and when I'm in a power zone class I'm like okay this is not that hard and I'm using that term relatively but it's more my mind because when you start an interval an 11 minute interval oh and you God. know you're That's not moving from the same pace in resistance for 11 that minutes scares me but it's your mind <laughs> it's your mind and it does no, look scary it's like I'm scared because am I going to be able to sustain this I'm scared because I might get bored I'm scared because this is going to be yeah. difficult but it's like flush that all away from your mind mm-hmm. talk to yourself no I know <laughs> and it, don't be scared. I, I definitely want to integrate not them. As bad as you think. I think that's gonna be my next, you know, little <clears throat> addition. I've it been should. saying it for a couple weeks because I took the FTP test like at the beginning of the month. Yeah, and what's cool about that too, and if you guys aren't familiar with what Carly's talking about, like with the FTP test, that's what de- determines um, your zones mm-hmm. that they call out during a power zone ride. And what's interesting, I actually need to retake that test oh, because you I, I'm curious to see the progress I've made since the first yeah. time I took it. Because even now, I'm in one zone more than they're calling out just because oh, I've, I've gotten better over time. So, again, this is endurance training that's going to help you mm-hmm. overall. It's going to help you to get to those PRs too. Um, so, yeah, so that was my favorite class because I haven't taken oh. one in a little while. So, I missed him. Well, that's good. And I love Matt Wilpers. I think he's phenomenal. Matt he is really cool. keeps me entertained. I want to take more of his classes. You should. I guess once I take my power zone. Yeah. But I always click on Olivia because we we know I love Olivia. I know. I, I, I haven't a, actually taken many of her power zone She doesn't rides. come out with power zone a lot anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I've only seen like one in the last yeah. month or so. Yeah. I guess I'll, that's my next on my list. So hopefully next week I come to report I've taken a power zone Yes, ride. I hope you do. <laughs> So, um, kind of transitioning into what's coming up, mm-hmm. what's new at Peloton. Um, this week, Peloton did announce their um, artist series with the Beatles. Yes. So, that was like a big deal. They did it on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And a lot of you guys guessed it right. I would have had no idea, but... Yeah, I had no idea what that announcement was Everyone was like, oh, it's going to be the Beatles. It's going to be the Beatles. Although, I did read somewhere that it was... I don't know if it was like a spoiler... But on the Facebook, the official members page, I mm-hmm. guess it was announced there before it was announced oh, on really? Instagram. So, like, people already kind of knew. Oh. So, I don't know how that happened, but. 
Well, so that was a big one. My mom yeah. took the ride this morning. I think she enjoyed it with Leanne. Oh, um, a lot of people have been liking them. But something that I took today that was awesome was the 30-minute Peloton Top 50 of 2020 ride. So basically, they're separating. They're doing... There's five. Yes. Oh, I didn't mean to say rides. I meant to say songs. So basically how they're doing it is there's five different classes. They're all 30 minutes. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if they're doing it for, you know, strength and treadmill and whatever. I hope that they do because that'll be really fun to see. But um, anyways, they're doing five different classes with five different instructors and they're counting down. So then, you know, the last class, which is with Kendall, will be the most favorited song. The top 10. Yeah. yeah. So um, the first one was with Emma Lovewell. I took it today and it was so much fun. I honestly was not expecting to know any of the songs. I knew every single one. I enjoyed literally every minute of it and I did really well. So I was really excited. Yay. Good job, Carly. It was really, it was a good, it that was a good time. That sounds fun because I think like we all know music can like make or break the workout totally agree. and if it's just these feel-good songs that are like the classic mm-hmm. really good ones from the whole year it sounds so fun and I love that it's a different instructor for each yeah. like 10 songs especially like I don't always gravitate towards Emma so it was mm-hmm. awesome to take her class and I really enjoyed it um there was a little bit of tap backs in there I love when she were they that. tap backs or were they like Four up, four back. Is that yeah, tap, tap backs. Back? Okay, yeah. So there was a couple tap backs in there. That was what, a lot of fun. Honestly, you should take her groove rides. Not oh, to I've get distracted, one. but she does those in her groove rides. And when I was an instructor, that's how I taught. Like we did a lot of tap backs did and push ups on the bikes and things like that. Things like that. So I love that. The groove rides. Cody and Emma have a forty-five minute groove ride together. I didn't. I took it before. It's really fun. <gasps> okay, I think I need to take. That. I think you could just search it. That was really fun. I took it sometime this year, but. That's when I was introduced to Groove Ride, so highly I highly recommend love them. that one They're as well. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to take as many of those as I can this week. I'm going to do them too. So join us in that. You guys yeah. should take them too. And then oh, we yeah. can talk about them on social and mm-hmm. see what you guys think. So I think that's it to close out the episode. Do you have anything else to add? I think that's pretty much it. Me I'm too. excited about the week to come. Me too. New classes, new year. That's um, true. Wait, so is yeah. next week the new year? Yeah. Right? New Year's is next week. Oh my gosh, that's insane. 2021. It's crazy. This year flew by. It literally it, did. I should But in a good it way. It went slow at some points, but like in hindsight also flew by. So. No, yeah. Anyways. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We mm-hmm. are at the spin up. Tag us in your pictures. Hashtag the spin up. We want to share your posts. And like we said, be a part of a little community with you yes. guys. Yes. And make sure that you head over to Apple uh, Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review so that we can help get the word out there yes. to find more people who will join our community. So thank you guys. Thank you. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.